0: This is Darren Kuhn with the Masculine Journey podcast, where we search the ancient paths to find ways that God brings light into a dark world and helps set men free from the struggles that we all face on a day to day basis. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network.
1: This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together, we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore.
2: Unfortunately, Robbie is not here today. Robbie couldn't be here today, but I'm grateful for the opportunity to host such an amazing show. For Kingdom Pursuits, this is Carmen Ramirez, and I'm speaking with Sam Main from Masculine Journey. Say hi, Sam.
0: Hello. Robbie is out having some fun today, I think. So
2: I think so. I've heard a couple different stories.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll let him share it when he comes back. I'm sure he'll be
3: up for doing that.
2: And Sam's not here alone. He's also here with David Brassels from Sheets.
3: Hey, thanks for having me here today. I appreciate it.
2: Thanks so much for showing up. And also on the other mic, we have Brooke. From the Hope Center. Hello. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, thank you so much, you guys, all for coming out. It's my first time hosting, so I'm a little nervous, but I'm glad you guys all showed up. So about the Hope Center, Brooke, what can you tell us about it? If I know nothing about the Hope Center, tell me like I'm a little kid.
4: All right. So the Hope Center is, um, we're trying to make it more into a community center. So what we do have is we have a clothing closet that is free that you can come to. And then we also have a food pantry as well. So we serve the community here in Walkertown, Kernersville area, but also the Forsyth area as well.
2: Wow, that's really, really cool. So how did you get involved with the Hope Center?
4: Well, um, at first, uh, I got involved through the clothing closet because the food pantry was just kind of starting up. And we haven't really been open. Uh, The food pantry hasn't been open for, uh, it's been like less than a year now. So um I started in the clothing closet and just really, really wanted to see the food pantry kind of explode and do well. Really saw the need there in that Walkertown area, and so that's what we did. We just went for it. Oh, wow. Are yeah. you from this area? I'm not. I'm actually from the Winston area, oh, from so Winston area. yeah. Okay. I love Kernersville, though. Oh, I actually live in it's Kernersville. Great. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. I just moved that's there awesome. like a year ago. Yeah, it's definitely like more of like that small town feel. Yeah, it sure. is a really Very, small town like, feel. perfect for families.
2: Yeah. We love it there. Sam, how did you get involved with the Hope Center?
0: Um, well, I, uh, the, the, the church that uh, Brooke and I go to um, is the one that started the Hope Center. It's called the Project Re3 Re Hope Center. You can find it on Facebook, um, different places. But um, about end of last year, I was having lunch with our pastor, Mike. And uh, you know he was just talking about how much he had going on, and uh, I said, "Well, how can I help you?" And he said, "Well, what do you think about being the director of the Hope Center?" And initially, I'm like, "No." <laughs> and then I then I went home and prayed about it, and uh, God said yes, and so I said yes, and it's just been tremendous. The job that Brooke and Sharon do there is just amazing, and I just try to try to help and try to find resources, you know, for them for more food. We are partners with Second Harvest Food Bank. But uh, that doesn't quite meet the needs of all the people coming in. As, um, as you have inflation going up and a couple and at least one other local food pantry closing down, it's we've had more clientele come through, and right. so that's where Sheets has gotten involved. And David oh, yeah. can probably Tell talk a little Sheets. bit about that.
3: Um. So yeah. So uh, Sheets has partnered with uh, Project Re Three Hope Center. Uh, we're currently um, it started on Thursday. We're doing a canned food drive. Uh, so you go to any of your local Sheets uh, here in Winston. Um, the Kernersville area, Walkertown, King, Bermuda Run, Walberg, um, and donate three or more cans of food and you can get a free fountain drink or a free coffee, cappuccino, anything like that. And you just take it up to the the front register area, give it to an employee and uh, they'll hook you up with a drink and so we we partnered with them, kind of with what Sam was saying, uh, meeting the demand. Uh, I I too go to Project Re three, um, you missed that, but it's yeah. fine. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, so so I was helping at the Hope Center one Saturday and um, talking with Brooke and Sam and, and kind of heard that the uh, the need was there, and so I went back, I prayed about it, and reached out to my district manager, um, and and she's really awesome. Sent her an email, uh, she forwarded up the the flagpole. And ultimately, Sheets approved to do this can drive, which is something huge because typically we don't do that kind of thing necessarily. Yeah. Like,
2: I'm honestly really surprised, but I'm really glad to hear because I love Sheets. So I'm definitely going to be supporting them. from
3: now. Awesome. On. Awesome. And you said you're, you're in Kernersville. So yes, so nice we have three, three in Kernersville. Yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, so it, it's going pretty good so far. Um, so if you're listening and you want to uh, donate some food to the Hope Center, which is a great uh, outreach for our community, please by all means stop by uh, Sheets or... Um, Project RE3 has a drop-off area as well as the Hope Center, I do believe, has a drop-off on the side door.
2: All right. Hey, Sam, so I know you were telling us th- something a little bit about the Masculine Journey Boot Camp. Can you let us know a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. Uh, David and I are actually in the uh, on the Masculine Journey radio show and after hours, and, and uh, we have a ministry that we do that does men's boot camps. Uh, we've been doing it in one version or another since 2009. And so we've done a fair number of them. We do a couple of them a year. And so we have one coming up November 17th through the 20th, uh, which we're giving away a boot camp today.
2: Yeah, we are. Later. Later. and, stay and
0: uh, it's a, Yeah, stay tuned. And a book, a great book called Wild at Heart. But we also have an upcoming thing called Entrenchment that's oh, yeah. free, and it's in Reedsville, and it's September 30th and October 1st. And for more information on both of those, you can go to masculinejourney.org and uh, find out information and register for the boot camp. Which is a great deal. It's four days for $199. Oh, wow. And what um, all do you
2: guys do at the boot camp? Um, like, it's what a, can someone expect to do? When well,
0: going? it's uh, getting closer to God is the outcome, getting closer to Jesus. That's uh, a great outcome. Yeah, growing your walk. <laughs> you know, we have certain topics that we go through that really speak to men's hearts uh, quite a bit. Um, not that they wouldn't to women's, but, you know, yeah. we, we're geared into men's ministry. And what it does is we'll have a topic, and then we'll kind of teach on it, train on it, let the Holy Spirit work, and then you go out and you have quiet time with God and work on that topic or work on whatever God wants to work on on your heart. And we've seen people get some intense healing, hear from God for the first time ever, you know, that type of thing. And That's it's always just so a,
2: beautiful when they first hear from God.
0: Yeah, it's just an amazing thing. And, you know, we go with expectation that God's going to do something. We don't know what it is but he's going to do something. And, and honestly, as many of them as I've been to, which has got to be up to about 30.
2: Wow, do you hold the record now.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty close. You know, I've gone to other people's boot camps doing that again next weekend. Uh, gone to ours, of course. But every time I've been, God's done something uh, for my heart or for me at those camps. And so uh, even though the information's the same, I'm in a different place towards God. And so I hear things differently. And, and David's also been to uh, three Two boot camps. It seems like so much more.
3: But anyway. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The boot boot camps are great. Um, You know, I went to my first one uh, fall of last year and then went to the spring, uh, this past spring. Um, They're great. And and I definitely say go in there with, you know, an open mind and pray about it. Um, You know, we were just talking the other day. uh, Sam was pretty confident in my first boot camp. I wasn't even going to stay. And I'm really glad I did because talking about hearing God's voice for the first time it was audible form and and i heard it at my first boot camp and ultimately it changed my life completely uh totally different person i was a year ago and um you know it's it's i'm definitely thankful for the boot camp and and what they do with it or we do with it now so
2: that's really cool honestly i wish i could go but (laughs) it is the man's boot camp
0: so carmen where uh how did you get into this yeah.
2: So I've been studying radio since I was about 16 at the Career Center. They, don't, they, lo, they no longer have the radio broadcasting program, but I've been working with Truth, Truth Broadcasting for a year. Nice. And I'm usually the producer, so I'm usually on the other side of the class. But today I'm the host since Robbie's not here.
0: Yeah, well, good. That's, that's <laughs> exciting. I A uh, long, long time ago, uh, I went to college and my initial uh, major was radio and TV
2: oh really yeah
0: and i did that for a while and then uh, switched over to teaching which i didn't finish that one either <laughs> but what was kind of cool is over time god had brought me back to you know the radio show uh back in uh, 2011 it, you know that uh, robbie helped start the masculine journey radio show and then also through the boot camps and stuff he's let me uh, kind of step into that teaching all stuff right, which well. is pretty cool where he uses all the stuff that we get so it's exciting to see that you're just getting started in that side of the microphone but you're going to do a great job
2: oh thank you so much unfortunately our time's up but we'll be back and you guys stay tuned to learn more about the masculine journey boot camp and maybe somebody will get started.
1: listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
2: If you, if you missed the first segment, Robbie isn't here, but I am. My name is Carmen Ramirez, and I'm here with Sam Main from the Hope Center. Hey, Sam, how are you doing? I'm doing
0: good. Uh, it's a, we're very grateful to be here. You know, it's such a great platform. You know, this show is pretty amazing to see what God does. You know, and brings people together. Um, been fortunate to be on the show a few times with uh, Masculine Journey and with, with the Hope Center, and it's always amazing how, you, uh, how God uh, takes the little offering that we give and multiplies it, which is really pretty cool.
2: Speaking of center... Now it's time... You know, it wouldn't be Kingdom Pursuit without Robbie's riddles and jokes. And these are all Robbie approved, by the way. I am irrationally scared of places like shopping centers, particularly if they are confusing and difficult to navigate. I have a complex, complex, complex. But once you've seen a shopping center, you've seen the mall. Uh,
0: That sounds like Robbie.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Sadly, I had to leave my job at the cat rescue center. No why, Sam? No, why? David, Brooke, anybody?
0: Nope.
2: No. No idea. They cut me hours.
0: Uh, see, I thought it wasn't perfect for you..
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what language is spoken at the center of the Earth? Sam? Christian?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no clue.
2: No. No, no clue. Korean.
0: Ah, good one. Bazing.
2: (laughs) Potatoes and glasses are never the center of attention. Know why? No. They're just spectators.
0: Ah, there we go.
2: (laughs) I have a riddle for you guys today. Not to be stuck in the middle, but the center of Christianity is where? Do you guys know where the center of Christianity is?
0: I don't have any idea, Carmen. Where is it?
3: Yeah, I guess as good as mine.
2: Oh, well, somebody's going to have to call in and find out because we have a prize to give away today. So if they know what it is, Christian, tell them what they'll win.
0: Like we said before, they're going to win a Masculine Journey Boot Camp experience valued at $199.
2: All right, so if you know the answer to that, call in and let us know, and you'll be the winner, and you'll get to go to a God-changing experience. Yes. All right. Brooke, I know you were telling us a little bit about the clothes closet. Can you tell us a little bit about maybe your passion behind that?
4: Well, um, I actually run the food pantry portion of it, and Sharon is incredibly passionate about the clothing closet, and it's really infectious the way – She is so passionate about what she does. She was really the brains behind the Hope Center and starting both the food pantry and the clothing closet, so I have to give her credit. But I really feel strongly about fighting for our community and being able to grow the food pantry has been my way of fighting back against food insecurity. Also showing my kids that when there's a need, you have to jump in you have to do something about it. We can't just talk about it. We've got to do something about it.
2: Wow, that's amazing. I didn't even know you had kids. Well, that's a great example to set for them. Yeah,
4: thank you. No, so partnering with Sheets has been huge for us because we're still kind of small. So this is a really big opportunity for us. So we're very grateful for David and for Sheets.
2: Oh, wow. I'm, I'm still really surprised that you guys were able to partner with such a large company. That they were willing to partner with you guys
4: i know it's been amazing and we're really excited to see where this is going to take us so
0: yeah she's uh david you know won't say a whole lot because he's pretty humble about stuff but he was instrumental in, in in getting that uh down the line he'll tell you he just sent an email but the, the thing is he sent an email and he sent it to the right person and his passion and his relationship with his boss is what helped this all come about and uh you know, we don't know how much food we're going to get from the food drive, but what we do know is we're going to get whatever God gives us. And we're also going to help people know about us because in this day and age, as inflation goes up, people are choosing right now. Do I pay my rent? Do I pay my house payment? Do I eat? Do I get sk- the kids school clothes? You know, and we're just trying to meet the needs of the, the school clothes, you know, or any clothes for that matter, necessarily, and, and, and food and they can come you know once a month to get food right brooke
4: correct yes once a month to get food so yes um obviously donations have been down during the summer so getting the word out and really having food drives and things like that have become increasingly more and more important as sam says as inflation goes up there's more and more families that are in need of food and we never want anybody to have to choose between Putting gas in your car and putting food on the table, and that's why we're there.
2: If somebody's hoping to help, what are maybe some staple items that they could bring to the food drive?
4: So, non perishables are huge for us. It could be boxed potatoes, it could be packets of rice, mac and cheese, beans, you know, fruit, anything that's non perishable that is within date. We love to see those items. We love to see fun items too, things that you would put in your kids' lunch boxes, snacks, little individually, you know, packaged Cheez-Its or, um, you know, fish crackers, anything like that.
2: Anything like that. Mm -hmm. All right. Are there any things you guys don't take as a food drive?
4: Uh, We don't take anything that is expired. We don't take anything like that. Um, As far as anything we don't take, we'll take hygiene items. We love um, kitchen items, anything like that. So... We'll take a wide range. All
0: right. Thank you. Hey, David, do you mind sharing again the the sheets locations uh, around the area?
3: Yeah, sure. No problem. So it's going to be the sheets in the Winston area. Um, Also, all the sheets in Kernersville. Um, We're also doing it at Walkertown, King, Bermuda Run, and the Wahlberg location. So um, just go into any location. You can go up to the front register, speak to any employee, the manager, anybody with a sheet shirt on. Um, And let them know you're donating cans. And then you can help yourself to a free uh, self-service cold drink or hot drink, which includes our coffees and our cappuccinos. And it's just a really um, great outreach to support uh, with the Hope Center. Um, Like they're talking about inflation and and not wanting to choose between gas or rent and food. Um, You know, ultimately is why um, Sheets partnered with the Hope Center, because ultimately we don't want that either. Um, And and you spoke earlier about how big – we're a big company. Um, we've tried Locally-wise, um, you're correct with the local partnerships. We do do some bigger partnerships. Um, this is one of the first ones that I'm aware of, not saying it doesn't happen, um, but I'm very thankful that I work for a company that has allowed uh, me to be in a position to be able to help the Hope Center and Project Re3 with this. Um, and, and ultimately, that's what God laid on my heart. And, and my passion with that is to help people in general. I've always been like that. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad I'm getting the opportunity or God's giving me the opportunity to help uh, the local community with this.
2: Oh, wow. Sam, I wanted to ask you some more about the entrenchment opportunity thing that you spoke of earlier.
0: Yeah, the entrenchment is something new that we're trying. Um,
2: and that's with Masculine Journey,
0: right? It is. It's with Masculine Journey. Uh, sorry, we, we, you know, God's got our hearts in several different ministries here. Yeah. And so at least a few different, not several is an exaggeration, but uh, a few different ministries. Uh, had a, a friend, that actually used to go to Project Read three years ago, who's now a pastor of a church up in in Reedsville, reached out to me um, probably in the spring and said that his church had wanted him to do a revival uh, for men specifically. And he said, instead of revival, I want to do something similar to a boot camp because he's been to a boot camp. And so we're going to his church uh, in Reedsville. It's a new Lebanon church up there, and it's October thirtieth. September 30th, October 1st. It's, it's free. The only thing that we're asking is that people provide a uh, um, donation for the food that uh, they're going to get. Um, if they want to bring some canned food, we definitely take that and give it to the Hope Center as well. But uh, it, it's, it's a time where they can kind of see what a boot camp's like without investing a whole weekend because the boot camp runs Thursday night through Sunday at noon, and this is just going to be Friday evening and then all day Saturday. And so we're going to do some of the topics we do at boot camp, do the quiet times with God, all that kind of stuff, just to let God do his work and then also let people know what it's like to come to a uh, boot camp.
2: Oh, wow. That's a great opportunity, you know, just one day instead of the whole weekend if you don't have time for that.
0: Right. And it's relatively local. You know, I mean, Reedsville from here is a little bit of a drive, but if you're in the Kernersville area, you know, it's 40 minutes, you know, you're up there and and again, the, the cost is just your gas getting up there. And if you you know eat lunch or dinner, uh, either Friday or, or Saturday, uh, just asking for a donation to the church so they're not losing money on it. Yeah. But uh, can I ask Brooke a question? Yeah, go ahead. So, yes. Brooke, uh, you know, uh, we're not a very big operation over there, right. but Sharon is great about sharing the numbers. Do you mind she sharing is. the numbers from August and year to date?
4: Absolutely. So in August, um, we had 74 families come through for food, and that – equals to 238 people individuals total in those families and for clothing it was 122 families that we had come through and that totals 335 individuals that we served in that family wow yeah that's amazing yeah and those numbers continue to rise as well so we're seeing a lot
0: what was our year to date through august does she have that on the uh, bottom of the, the thing there
4: our total um, families that we've served is two hundred and sixty nine families this year, as yeah. of August.
0: Uh, nine hundred and twenty five yeah. people.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow, that so. is a lot of people. I'm glad you guys are all willing to do everything. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty amazing, and, and the people that come in are tremendous. And just. Uh, Brooke, I mean, you're there every time we're open, it seems like, but, uh, you know, I'm there on Saturdays, and David, you help out on the fourth Saturday, but everybody's come through is just so gracious, and just really, really good people, it's great to help them in any way. Well, I'm glad the Lord knows, and I'm pretty sure he
2: thanks you guys for everything you guys do. Um, the music coming up, that means we're about to be but if you know the answer to that riddle, call in, and you'll win it
1: Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.
2: Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits. We're here today with David and Sam and Brooke, all helping out the Hope Center and David with the Sheets.
3: We're so glad to be here. I do appreciate you having us on today.
2: No, thank you guys for coming.
3: so sam tell me a little bit more about the masculine journey uh boot camp well obviously since you've
0: been we let anybody go though <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but uh, david and i are friends so if i've given him a hard time it's just because i enjoy doing it but uh no uh, we met at a boot camp uh is where we met for the first time but you know the masculine journey boot camp um is derived from uh, the book wild at heart which is also part of the prize package today and it just goes through, and, and that book has a unique way of speaking to a man's heart. Uh, I, it hit me, I was going through a really rough time in my marriage um, back in the early 2000s, and my boss at work actually gave me that book, and it, it hit me where I was working at the time, and it, it hit me at a place where my heart really needed. You know, It, had, uh, it, it spoke about God in ways I didn't learn at the church, churches that I'd went to, you know, because each church kind of falls into its own little flavor. You know, some want to speak on grace a lot more. Some want to speak on repentance a lot more, that kind of thing. And yeah. this gave me more of a total picture, you know, and, and a different picture of my own heart and God's heart. And that led to me going to my first boot camp, which was with the Wild Heart team in Colorado. And it was just tremendous. It's the first time I had heard from God ever. And uh, he worked on some really painful childhood uh, wounds that I had and help me move past those Help me move into a place of healing and restoration and a place where i'm not embarrassed to talk about those things anymore because when when those things happen to you often the enemy comes at you and, and makes you think it's only you that deals with it you know for me it was a molestation issue that happened from a family member you know and and so when that happened and, and being the age that i was my first thought was no one will ever know about this you know, I'm never going to say anything. And, and when you keep those things bottled up, the enemy has free access, you know, and just pin you down. And, and what God did is he came in and he worked on that healing for me and, and helped me understand that, you know, what had happened to me wasn't my fault, you know, that yeah, I was a victim there and just different things that the enemy had me believing and, and really moved me to a place of freedom and a place of where th- those things don't hurt anymore. You know, it's just a part of my life. It's just what happened, and it helps me speak of God's glory and God's redemption. You know, and there's so many other things that He's come in and helped me move past in my life because none of us get through this life unscathed. You know, everybody gets hurt. Everybody gets wounded. Yeah,
2: we all have scars.
0: We do, you know, and God has to come in sometimes and and open up that scar and get the the splinter that's in there out so that it can really heal instead of festering, and so... I see that happen with men over and over and over again. And a and, and unique thing for men is, you know, if, especially if you're old like me, David, so I'll go ahead and say it so you don't have to. Uh, <laughs> I'll take that one from you. But, you know, growing up at the end of the John Wayne era where, you know, just suck it up, you know, be a man, you don't talk about these things, you just shove them down. You know, that's what you're told. And, and that's the worst thing you can do. You know, it the best thing you can do is as the Bible shares, you know, it says share with a brother, share with someone else that, you know, then it can come to light and then God can heal it. And so through those um, boot camps, it, it, we're really stepping in and sharing those moments with God, letting him father us through it.
2: That was a great story that you told about yourself. How old were you when you accepted the Lord?
0: Oh well, I accepted the Lord when I was a teenager, and to be truthful, I started going to the church because the girls were kind of cute, and and it was a small town, and I'm like, "Eh, yeah, well, it's a place,
2: cute girls.
0: Yeah, it's a place to meet somebody, you know. And God, God used that little hook, and (laughs) you know, reeled me in, and uh, you know, from there, you know, He He helped me at, at a church camp. I accepted the Lord. And I went to a great church growing up, but one of the things that they never really did is they were great at preaching. You know, you need to accept Christ, yeah, right. But then no one ever said, "What do you do after you accept?" Oh wow, right. There's no like help me class, you know, kind of thing. And so I really tried to just stumble on my own. So you know, I accepted God and and felt like okay, I'm cleansed and everything's good until the next time I sinned again or something else happened, and I thought, okay, am I still saved? Am I not saved? You know, and there was no help, and, and and through this program, through Wild at Heart, and a lot of John Eldridge's other books, it's really helped me understand that concept and understand. You know, as Paul writes about, um, we're new creations in Christ. You know, and it, it'd be like yelling at a baby when they're first trying to learn how to walk, saying, "Why aren't you walking yet?" You know, yeah. you know, and shaming them. And and so as Christians, we have to grow. You know, from from milk to meat is what Paul writes. You know, we have to go from that that uh, early uh, sustenance, I think, is the word to something that's that's more you can take bites of, you know. And that's as we grow as Christians and as we get stronger in Christ, those tendencies go away. Oh, wow. Yeah, sorry, I gave you more than what you asked for. No, but that I mean, was
2: that was terrific. That was great. I'm glad you shared that with us. Well, thank you. Do you have any other experiences at the boot camp? Maybe something that you witnessed? Um?
0: Yeah. Um, I, we've seen uh, a couple people. We had. Um, I wasn't at this particular boot camp. I had actually uh, went out to play paintball uh, (laughs) and uh, thought that I was younger than I was. And so as I went to run, I didn't tear one hamstring, but both hamstrings uh, at the same time. And so it happened like four days ahead of boot camp and I couldn't go. But one of the people that went, um, went and they weren't a Christian. You know, they got invited. They came and initially they were very upset that they were there. They weren't enjoying it. You know, it was completely foreign. And by the end of the boot camp, they had accepted Christ and actually got baptized wow. uh, at the camp you know, at that time. And we've had a we've had a couple different baptisms. That's been pretty special. We had one at this last boot camp uh, where one of the guys from Ohio that comes down uh, came down, and, and he was with his brother in law and his dad on that particular trip. And he just said, "Hey, I'd really love to get baptized while I'm here. You know, I can't think of a better place to do it." And so, it's been pretty special to see. What God does, yeah. There's just story after story of, you know, what He does. We only ask two questions of of the guys um, when they leave boot camp. We, we do a little survey, and the two questions are: How did God come after your heart? And how can we pray for you? You know, and it's amazing just to to read their stories of uh, just spiritual strongholds being broken. Yeah. You know, and them getting freedom. Uh, you know, we've seen marriages be changed. We've seen marriages not make it, but the people be changed, you know. And, and it's it's just amazing to see how God steps into it and uh, really, really just loves on the men. David, is there anything you've seen at the boot camps?
3: Uh, seen, seen a lot. I mean, uh, both boot camps that I've been to, obviously I was working on my, my or God was working on my own stuff. Um, you, you know, kind of to go off of uh, what Sam said about it and as well as, you know, anybody listening that's been to one, but to just give you kind of an idea, um, you know, for me, for my first boot camp, uh, I was in a pretty bad spot in my life. I mean, uh, I'm married, I have two kids from my first marriage and my youngest daughter had moved in with me, um, several months prior to the first boot camp, And actually, uh, Jim was the one that got, got me to come to the boot camp, And he actually asked me two weeks before it even started. Um, but it, I was at the end of my road. I mean, I was hopeless. I didn't know where to turn. Um, didn't know where to go from there. Uh, pretty much was ready just to be, you know, give up. And I went to the boot camp. And uh, and and like I said, you know, earlier where Sam thought, you know, I w- didn't expect me to stay and I didn't expect to stay. I didn't even take my stuff out of my truck into the cabins we stayed oh, in. wow, like,
2: you were confident. It
3: <laughs> pr- pr- <laughs> was pretty sure uh, within the first <laughs> little bit of it that I was like, you know, I, I'm a fish out of water here. And... Uh, went to the bonfire the first night and one of the seasoned uh, boot campers that actually shares the same name as, as me, his name's David. Um, He uh, asked me in front of everybody of why I was there. And uh, right at that very moment is when God started coming after my heart during it. And, um, you know, just kept pressing into him during it. And because I'd never really experienced that before. I mean, I've been saved. My my dad's a minister. Um, You know, I was baptized as, as a infant. And um, so, you know, I thought, I was living the life that I was supposed to. Um, but I can tell you that boot camp really, um, in, in a great way, and not to sound bad, definitely showed me um, with God's help, obviously, that I was definitely not living the life I, I should should have. Oh, wow.
2: Thank you so much for sharing all that. Um, we haven't gotten any callers. If you guys know the answer to the riddle of what's the center of Christianity, call 866 348 7884 and you'll win a boot camp experience.
1: Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.
2: Back to Kingdom Pursuits. This is Carmen. Robbie isn't here today, but I'm really happy to host this show, and I'm really glad I have these three spectacular guests here. We have Brooke from the Hope Center, and we have Sam and David, also from the Hope Center, and David specifically with Sheets. Um, Brooke. Do you have any stories you can share with us about the Hope Center? Any testimony or something like that?
4: Absolutely. I have so many really amazing stories, but um, there's a lot of families that lost their jobs during the beginning of the pandemic. And I think we all kind of thought, you know, two weeks to a month, and then everything would be back on track, back to normal. And I was just seeing so many families having to put their bills on credit cards and, oh, we'll catch up when everything opens back up. And so we have a lot of stories about how they've maxed out multiple credit cards and are now in all this debt just trying to pay their light bill, pay their phone bill, pay for their kids' medicines or medications that they personally need. So to be able to pay off all of those bills – or possibly medical debt that's what they needed to do was to supplement with the food pantry they couldn't put food on the table and pay their light bills so we have a lot of stories like that i will say we do a christmas toy drive every year and what we do is we let families pick out christmas gifts for their kids which is really so beautiful and it is so touching And I was taking this one little girl back one time and she was talking about, I was, you know, what would you like for your grandmother to pick out? We have a lot of grandparents that have become parents. And she was just saying, you know, I'm just so happy just to be here. Oh, that's so beautiful. I know. She was like, I don't, it doesn't matter what she picks out. This is making her happy. And I'm just happy that we're together. And I think that's what. Really what I love the food pantry and the clothing closet brings is like that family connection. I feel very strongly about families connecting and sitting around that table every night for dinner or a couple of nights a week. And we're able to take that stress away, be able to feed them, for them to be able to feed their children. And just that's one less thing at the end of the day that they have to be worried about is to be able to feed their children connect at the end of the day, become stronger as a family.
2: Wow. That, that's an amazing story. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that the Lord ignited that in your heart and that was even able to happen. It's really yeah. amazing like how he connects all the dots it and really how we all is. end up where we are.
4: It's um, not something that I ever thought that I'd fall into or end up running, but I, a big believer in taking the opportunities because we can talk about the changes we want to see all day, but that's not what's going to change the community and it's not what's going to hopefully change your, you know, future. So, I mean, my kids are a huge part of the Hope Center. And um, my youngest, who's six, he um, has really gotten involved as well. It was really cute. The other day we were at the park and there was this two-year-old, he was helping down the slide, kind of being really protective. And the kid was a little bit... You know, like, oh, I don't know who you are. (laughs) And he was like, you know, he's like, my name is Griffin. And I'm really friendly because I work at the Hope Center. And I, you know, I welcome people and I help people with food and clothing. And I was like, that's at the end of the day what you want your kids to continue to do. I will do fight with my last breath to make this world a little bit better
2: that's amazing you're such a great role model for your kids Mm -hmm. all of you you guys I'm so thankful for everything you do I honestly can't even believe it I'm hearing it all and I'm trying to picture how you guys do all this the pantry the clothes drive putting in all these hours I mean we all have our 40 hours at work but you guys still take time to do even more than that
4: I mean we have a strong team of people that we've become more like family than just a team And we all very much are just as passionate as the next about what we do and what we wanna see for the future of the Hope Center. Honestly, this is just amazing. I'm really glad. Thank you so much for sharing.
0: I would add for the Hope Center if Mm -hmm. you're part of a church out there and you wanna partner with us, you know, this is not about our church, Mm -hmm. it's about helping the community. And we have um, already the way. Uh, church in Kernersville that's helping out uh, monetarily each month, starting this next month, and then also sending some people to help volunteer. You know, our goal would be obviously to to get enough volunteers and enough food to be open more, right? But with with the people we have, we're kind of at our max, you know. But if you wanted more information, you could go to uh, Project re 3 Hope Center on Facebook. You can also search that uh, for our website. Facebook's probably a better place because you can ask questions right there but we could use volunteers we could use food we could use monetary donations anything that God lays on your heart it is a 501c3 meaning that anything you give is tax deductible so if that's something that's important to you we can provide receipts for that but you know obviously if you if you own a bakery and you'd like to give some leftover bread day old bread we'd take that if you, yes. you know anything like that how
2: about you David anything you want to share
3: you know just like sam was saying it's a good opportunity in Brooke uh talking about volunteering I, I just if you're sitting there thinking you know i really want to do something i say reach out to them and do it uh don't wait don't let it pass by god's laying it on your heart and definitely don't miss uh miss that sign oh
2: wow stay tuned there's so much truth coming up next We have the, masculine journey, the cure just tune in and see how the lord changes the world